difficult, 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 Oh my god. You know, I was so excited last week. Oh, well, I, hello. Hi. 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 <laughs> hey guys. Sorry. We forgot you were joining us today. I'm I'm Katie. I get so excited to talk to you. I know. Um I'm Katie. Yes, that's Katie. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's going to be fun. Marie over here. Yep, I'm Marie. This is the Difficult Women podcast. We're extremely difficult this morning. Very I'm Katie difficult. especially. I'm so <laughs> difficult. I just did not wake up. Sorry guys. <laughs> I overslept our brunch appointment, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. It's fine. Everything's it's all, good. We're here. It mm-hmm. it's, it, I mean, if I got upset about every time you slept in oh, and missed something, n- we'd, we'd never would have broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never made it. We never would have made it. Problem sleeping. I think it's adorable. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Well, I think sleep right now is very important, so... Get that beauty rest because giddy up next week's gonna. Oh God! I mean, that's part. That's the reason why I overslept is I I'm not sleeping. Yeah, but that's not new. Nothing new. <laughs> I wake up at three o'clock on the dot. It's awful. Uh, I- with just yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. You know, a third a third Tennessean was arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Go Tennessee! Look at you. Go Tennessee! We're <laughs> so great. It turns out, like all the yeah, the people that stormed the Capitol is just all Tennesseans. Um, cool. cool, cool, cool. All my neighbors. No, it's great. Everything's great. It's good. There's a gun show this weekend here. I got an email the other day saying that I could I could go get a gun if I wanted. Oh, really? <laughs> I, like, I get on this email list? An so, email. Yeah. They were like, here, here's here's some gun information for you. I was like. Mm. I don't want it. Well, I told you, I got a text that was like, to you know, you have a couple more days to get your concealed weapons license. Yeah, it was my, the email I got was something like that too. I didn't really read it. Um, I should never <laughs> own a gun probably because if I had a gun, I'd probably shoot myself by accident. <laughs> I wouldn't even actually shoot somebody else. It would definitely be me. So you would um, definitely drop it and it would go off. And I would probably just kill, even, kill me. I, I'd, I, yeah, or I'd like, I'd point it somewhere. I'd be trying to shoot a bad guy and it would like ricochet off his button and then it would like hit me. <laughs> I'd be done. There's no way, no way. So, as someone I was talking to somebody and they were like, just take some classes. I was like, I, I should just take no, karate. no, I'll this take karate. Is this, this is, yes, I, I, oh, and I'm I gotta get my, karate. oh, I gotta get my, uh, my. Not BB gun, but the thing, the shooting thing. <laughs> oh, I wanted to get shot. Slingshot. I didn't get my slingshot. Yeah, so that's how you're still going to protect yourself? I mean, I still might hurt myself, but probably a little bit less than with a gun. Mm. <laughs> so. Well, gun sales are up, but too bad the, the uh, NRA is, is bankrupt. What's happening? Yeah, I didn't I didn't follow all this, but there's something about New York State. There's They're being sued by New York State, so they're filing bankruptcy, and then they're moving to like Austin or something. Hmm. That feels right. Yeah, but you know how it is. It's like with these bankruptcy things, it's like they're not really bankrupt. They just do it so they can't get any money out of them for the lawsuit. So yes. I don't really have a lot of faith in whatever that's about. Mm. I don't have much faith. Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, Everything's great. What's new with you? I'm moving out of the suburbs. That's really moving exciting. Moving on up. Do you get an oh early, early lease, whatever, early moving? Uh, nope, they haven't contacted me. There still is a chance that I just paid some people and it's just a scam. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know. Well, let's let's just pray oh for God. Marie. I really, more than anything, I hope that's not true. 
I mean, because I mean, so the Civil full story. War, Civil War. Okay, I hope to God you don't didn't pay. Because I, I I signed a lease sight unseen, which you know, as a New Yorker, like dumb, 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 dumb mistake. But um, it's weird because the uh, pandemic. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I did do a virtual tour, and then I did actually. Uh, just trespass this past week uh, went over there and the property manager was there and, and he I scared him and uh, then he said I could probably move in early but it's cute it's a hobbit house did I not tell you this it's you very did. small yeah but small it's is very good small. I don't know I'm all about small because uh, I'm too since I have I don't you sold all your much. furniture so you <laughs> don't have anything anyway I know you live I'm like just a hobbit do- just live in the <laughs> hobbit house Design like chairs, a, yeah. covered in like <laughs> covered in like grass, and like really make it look like <laughs> it's part of the Shire. <laughs> Just go for it. Your neighbor will be like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> it's my first apartment. Yeah. I mean, I've always <laughs> lived with a roommate, so this is my first place. I'm decorating it how I want, like a Hobbit. I am really excited <laughs> at putting putting the wand, my Harry Potter wand that Katie got me in Edinburgh, on display. I, I even bought like a case. <laughs> For it. I mean, go for it. Live yeah. your best life. It's my place. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. So that's exciting. Anyway, counting down. Let's just pray. <laughs> I'll pray for you. We'll see. Yeah. How are you? What's going on? You look good. I'm fine. I'm well rested, I guess, because I slumberslept. <laughs> but um, I'm fine. I uh, I gained like four pounds when I was like trying to lose weight. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. So it's just one of those years. Uh, I may be just giving up. Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like, I've been working from home right now a lot. This is such a boring. I had nothing. I got nothing. I went roller skating. I don't know. <laughs> you roller? Yeah, you went roller skating. I went roller skating. I discovered this. I mean, I didn't discover it. I'm like, you know, who am I? Columbus over here being like, I discovered a park in Queens. <laughs> the natives of Queens had no idea what a beautiful park there was here, but I discovered it. Um, the Flushing Meadows Park. You know, it's actually oh, yes. called the Flushing Meadows Corona Park. So it's very appropriate ah. for our time. Oh, yes. I know that park well because that's where the U.S. Open is held. Somebody told me that and I was like, I bet Marie hates this park. Because I hate that. I hate that place. Park. It is a great park, place. though, unfortunately. I'm sorry. It was it painted is. By, uh, by tennis yeah. for you. Yep. Yep. That was awful. Anyway, that kind of leads us into awful, awful things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's what about one more good thing before the awful thing? Oh, um, good. Okay. Dildos. <laughs> Yeah, dildos! Buy some. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh! Plus, free shipping. That's Horio, W-H-O-R-E-O, Horio at adamandeve.com. And we're back. Hey. Feeling oh, wait, sexy? we have an email. Did oh, you we see do? the email? Oh, yes, we do have an email. And we should absolutely read this email because it is uh, in response to last week's episode. It's like a corrections corner. I love it. I love to be corrected. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, one of the reasons why I'm so opinionated is so people will yell at me and tell me I'm wrong. I love it. <laughs> Kate. I do. I love it. Where's the guy? Where's the... Oh, here. I have it pulled up if okay, you'd like great. me to read. What? Yes, you can read it. Uh, let's see. Hi. You guys are fantastic. As always, love listening to you every week. Thanks for the work you do. I hope the pandemic is treating you a little better than it was previously. (laughs) Still terrible. Thank you. Um, 
Okay, he says, Aunt Tifa, the confused woman pictured and memed online, was actually not in D.C. They were able to prove she was in Topeka, Kansas, where she lives. They had a legitimately peaceful protest to pray for the country. While I can't stand these people, she was actually peaceful and was not in D.C. I just thought it was helpful to clarify. And then he shared Sal is the guy that wrote in. Say hi. Hi. (laughs) And then he shared a BuzzFeed article. So... Um Meemaw wasn't there. I love it. I, I, you know what? I mean, that's great. So she doesn't. We she does not have to rot in jail. I guess. <laughs> if she was there peacefully. I'm very, very pro peaceful protests. So regardless of what you're protesting, if it's peaceful and it's you know a real protest like that, a hundred percent, Meemaw, you go, you go, girl, you go. Good for you for showing up, even if it's for the Nazis. Whatever, as long as you're yeah. peaceful about it. Um. So thank you for that correction. Uh, also, though, it does not take away my point, though, which was um, nobody should be not held accountable, regardless of their age or their, you know, they, they look like your Mima or not. If mm-hmm. they were participating in that activity that day, they should be yes. punished for it. Something um, struck me last week when somebody said, you cannot have unity until there is accountability. Yes. I mean, and I think that's what the thing that's been happening is like all these people are calling for unity before we've even handled the issue. They're like, well, right. let's just all come together now. Let's just pretend like this didn't happen. It's like, why now? That's very convenient for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know, oh, very convenient. So it's yeah, I, I think that. But thank you so much, Sal, for sending that email. We love it. We love um to have you know we don't really know what we're doing over here so it's good to have <laughs> some feedback um and i um i hope that lady's doing pretty good making some cookies whatever she does <laughs> i just love that the internet took over that <laughs> picture and i mean it was such a jokes. derpy derp <laughs> picture I derpy derp yeah <laughs> But I also did wonder, I was like, how did she get into the Capitol? I know, like, she, she was, little, but she oh, would have been like crawling crap. over bodies. I was like, that woman, if she really had made it into the Capitol, she most certainly deserves to go to jail. But she didn't, mm-hmm. it seems like. She was in a different Capitol. One other thing about the Capitol, just that's been, keeps me up at night too, is just the thought of the actual lawmakers that helped plan the insurrection. Yeah. That's coming out. Yeah. I mean, that's speculation at this point, but mm, the FBI is investigating it. Yeah, it's looking more and more like it is real, that there are that people that is have participated. terrifying. Yeah, it's really terrifying. It's yeah. like a bad Top Gun movie or something. Or like a... No, it's like a bad... It's a bad, bad like a movie. Die Hard, like, 29 or something. You're like, <laughs> oh, it's getting kind of bad now. This is unrealistic. Die Hard COVID-19. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, I Did you see AOC's live yes. that she did? Yes. yes. That's... It's it's a for any even people that don't like her. It's an interesting watch because she you know, you want to hear kind of like what's going on inside what happened inside. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, she was there. She she there's something she's not even allowed to talk about, apparently, because it's like legally she's not sure what she can say and not. And I guess they're they're looking into it. But she said that she came face to face with something where she was like, oh, I'm going to die now, like today, right now. So. I'll, you know, we sort of talked about this last week, but I guess like they're just this wasn't quite so like cutesy as we were first uh, led to believe 
like all oh, these dum dums just wandering the halls. It's like no <laughs> people. There was right. a plan, and there then you heard about that police. Do we talk about that story? That police officer that led people away from the Senate yes. doors. Yes, that, what a and hero! Then, and I think he got a lot of heat at the beginning because wasn't he the one that people said, "Oh, look at him running away from the," mo-, you know, he's not even standing his ground. It's like actually he was leading them away from danger. So, so smart. yeah. Not they weren't leading them away from danger, but leading them away from a situation that would have been extremely dangerous. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody was. We were very lucky. <sighs> uh, <sighs> wow, <Anyway>. that's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Speaking of some other good news. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I, I'm sure people have heard in the news that you know unemployment's down. <laughs> <laughs> or it's, it's up. Unemployment's up. I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> unemployment's <laughs> yeah. Everyone's doing great. I don't know. Everyone's yeah. great. Yeah, I'm spinning it positive. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unemployment is up. And according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, 100% of jobs lost in December were of women's. Yeah, women lost. And I guess like I was like, what? <laughs> seems yeah, so I know. Crazy. I was like, like that's how not did true. that happen? But the way that they do the statistic, it's something like whatever the number. It was like women had actually lost like 156,000 jobs, but men had gained 16,000. So it averaged off as 140,000 jobs were lost total. And they were mm. all lost by women, <laughs> which is just like, what? It's so what's sad. That? And one thing I didn't know is that actually a year ago, women were actually dominating the workforce. For the first time, I guess the only other time it had happened was um, in 2009 when the economy collapsed and like men, a lot of men lost their jobs and the women went back to work or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Um, but a year ago, women were dominating the workforce by 50.4%, which yeah. was very exciting. Yeah, and they it was something like... Uh, now that doesn't mean women were getting paid as much as men still. They no, still no. weren't getting paid no, as much. No, we're still not. But we had more <laughs> of the jobs. Yeah. And yeah. then to like have that uh, crash down so tightly. It's also, also uh, very much worth noting that um, the people that have been most impacted by job loss uh, are Hispanic and uh, black or Latina and bl- black women. And mm-hmm. that white women, in fact, uh, gained jobs during December. <laughs> gained employment mm. so it really there's so many so many things to unpack there. So, <laughs> so many things um one thing i keep thinking about is i did this um i edited this project for uh essential workers like mm. celebrating essential oh, yeah. workers and there was this one interview that i had to edit in spanish that's a whole other thing <laughs> i like edited this whole thing in spanish i was like i don't know what she's saying uh, but i did i did know what she was saying and i worked out but one of the things she was saying that didn't i don't think this made it into the final cut was uh she was a woman that was she worked in like picking picking uh she actually worked specifically uh checking the irrigation in orange groves and uh, she was talking about how hard COVID-19 had hit the farm workers because mm. um, a lot of the people that work in the fields like that are migrant workers and don't necessarily have great, they don't necessarily have any health insurance or any kind of thing to protect themselves. They're also working in these crazy circumstances, even when there's not a, 
a pandemic, like if it's really hot or if it's wet or whatever it is. Um, so the idea of them wearing masks was really difficult because mm. it was like, ex- it, especially during the summer, it was like extremely hot. And then to have these masks on and then there's dust. And it was just like she was saying it's just very, very difficult. Um, and she had like three or four kids. So she had to decide, am oh I going to go into work and then risk mm-hmm. getting sick and or, you know, just having to deal with the terrible, like the, the bad conditions that have now gotten worse? Or do I stay home and take care of my little kids who cannot go to school right now? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, she had to make that decision to stay home. And she said that, like, the amount that that impacted our finances was just overwhelming. Because mm-hmm. now, like, 50% of the money coming into the household is now gone. And it wasn't that much to begin with. That's the Mm -hmm. thing. You know, they were already living hand to mouth. Um, So I think that that's one thing that's just so nuts about the women in the women losing jobs. It's not like we're in the 50s anymore where it was like, well, she just had that job for fun. It was Mm. just a fun side thing. It was, you know, to keep her busy. These are like single mothers. These Mm -hmm. are people that are contributing a shit ton to their households. Um, So it's like kind of insane. (laughs) (laughs) I was also reading that a lot of black women, the majority of black women, Hispanic, Latina women are the breadwinners. They make the majority of the money in the house. So when all of a sudden, you know, there's no paid sick leave Mm -hmm. for a lot of these jobs. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these jobs, I mean, we experienced it. I mean, we're white women, but like we both were in hospitality and in service at the beginning of the pandemic and we both lost our jobs. It's because that a majority of these jobs are you have to be there in person and I was reading 77 percent of occupations of women require close personal contact so it's like hospitality education healthcare, um and like you you know lots of empathetic jobs (laughs) yeah no I hear you saying and the other thing too is like you're saying about the there's no paid sick leave for a lot of these. Jobs, right. Especially right. Like restaurant things. Right. And like that is where, you know, we did lose our jobs, but we we're also the white women that were able to gain employment or like yes, find something absolutely. To do. Both of us have we were, really, you know, hustled hard. Yes, and yes. got some, and, some yeah. cool. And we're also white. So I was yes. going to say we're very lucky. We are very lucky, but we're also white. So we have these opportunities that a lot of um, people in the black and Latino communities don't have right and uh, I was looking that up too because I was like well what's what are the job like I could and I I mean I'm Google, you know you google things like what jobs specifically did white women gain employment in during the <laughs> pandemic and it's like there's nobody editor no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah I mean like what you know it's, it's not like a lot of right nobody's like mm-hmm. really studying those specifics per se but you can guess like podcast editor mm-hmm. video editor you know things like that mm-hmm. um and the one article that I found that was from January of 2020 so it was mm. before the pandemic and our, you know, before we were affected by the pandemic. And it, the article was about like, how come black and Latino workers just generally are just not getting the good jobs, mm. you know, and they kind of qualified good jobs as like jobs that pay over a certain amount and that have benefits and that, you know, um, come maybe from higher education and all that. And they said it's not for lack of education anymore. Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. more, more than ever all all types of people are getting higher education but it comes down to some things like networking and having the extra time and money to like send your kid to an internship Mm -hmm. or um 
or even like having those connections prior, you know, so that like, let's say if you're the first person in your family to go to college, you may not have like the legacy, right? Where like, it's like, Mm -hmm. well, here's my son, Jimmy, you know, send him off to your, you know, please hire him at your workforce. No problem, Bob. Like, I got you when you got my son a job at this place or whatever. There's none of that. And so we have like these pretty entrenched problems. And I think that like even with us, like the connections that we had just sort of, you know, I don't even know. You, you kind of look back and think like, what were my opportunities? You're like, well, I got to go to that camp that one year or I got mm-hmm. to go. And then you never know who's going to be the guy that gives you the or, you know, offers you the job. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my pandemic jobs at the beginning of the pandemic was editing a podcast called Changing the Trajectory. And it was a black host, a, a financial guy guru very smart man who then would interview other black entrepreneurs and the biggest thing that they would always talk about that would hold back their community was access mm-hmm. access to education access to wealth access to um like a proper networking you know and and so many people these these entrepreneurs that were on this podcast would talk about they had this one person back when they were a kid that took a chance on them they had this one person a a teacher or a mentor or somebody that would like take a chance it's like to provide access to other other situations where they would not have had those and i think that that's like that's what needs to be changed systemically i mean there's just so many issues that like you know if you keep this one community down all the time right and do not provide proper education or access to other things you know like even just art even just visual art Mm -hmm. or theater or just that's access to something another career path that other people may not have had access to um but but if we even having access to art can lead to career paths in finance because if, in finance, if you meet sure. a guy that's really into you know the owner of that bank loves fine art and then you are invited to this very you know quiet you know exclusive art event you know who's getting invited to those events mm-hmm. <laughs> you know people right. that know people and all that it's a but it's a it's an interesting quandary <laughs> because <laughs> it's not you know First, people said, oh, the answer is get better education. So then people fight and they get mm-hmm. better. They get better access to education. And then it's still not fixing the problems. Like, well, what's the issue here? It's like, well, you got to network. OK, but how do you network? I mean, that was the thing, even in like as an actor and stuff. This is such a m- minor comparison. But, you know, you see it all the time in in, edu- in a, ed- uh, entertainment for sure. And I think it's, it's tr- I'm sure it's true in every job. Who gets those jobs? Like, I remember being, this is so, I do not mean to turn this into like my <laughs> stupid sorrow. Oh, I am so here like, for this. <laughs> just to like have some point of reference for that kind of thing is that I remember I was auditioning for the national tour of Oklahoma and I've never nailed an audition like I've nailed that audition. I got a call back. I just destroyed everybody in the callback destroyed everybody and the the more i would do better in each like round of the callback the more confidence i'd get and then the better i got and i just got better and like i was i've never performed like that in my life especially an audition i was just killing it and i left that audition being like i i was pa- i was literally packing my bag because i was like there's mm. zero chance mm-hmm. i am by far the best person that showed up that day but that's it I mean, there's zero reason why they wouldn't hire me for that. I never got the call. I couldn't figure out why. Found out later, they ended up hiring their dance captain for the part. 
It was someone they already knew. Right. And the thing is, it's like, mm. I, it's really hard to be mad. I, and I didn't know anybody there. I was like mm-hmm. the outsider. Mm-hmm. People are like, who is this girl? Where mm-hmm. is she coming from? And then I, you know, and it's like, I don't know how to, how do we fix that problem? Because at the end of the day, people want to hire people that they know, you know, for mm-hmm. all they knew, I was going to be not a good employee or whatever. So they like, well, you know, our dance right. captain's right. pretty good. We like her. So we'll give her the job instead. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is America is like a dance group. It's not even America. <laughs> no, it's like America is not even part of the America is like the studio in which oh, okay. we were having the audition. Mm-hmm. The job market is mm-hmm. like the tour. And mm-hmm. then the bosses are the people that did the casting. But I'm the out, I'm the person that doesn't know I'm the outsider and they're the insiders. Right, right. I mean, I mean, it's hard to like on an individual moment to moment basis. And as someone who has hired and fired people in jobs, you're always trying to find the person you think is going to be like the best for the job. Right. But if you know somebody or you have a recommendation that you definitely want to put that person ahead of the pack because you have a better chance of them not quitting on you or like not working out within the environment or whatever it is. So this like nepotism or whatever you want to call it, it's like, I understand why it exists. So how do you then dismantle that? You know, because you have to guess at a certain point, say it's just not fair. It also feels like human nature, though, to be like, I'm going to hire the people that I know. Mm -hmm. So so then is it that Mm -hmm. like we give more opportunities? It, It probably starts a lot like earlier where we make sure that everybody has similar opportunities to go to these like you know camps and things and go to these groups where you get to know people so Mm -hmm. that the networking starts like at birth basically you know where people start having connections right away that would help it's called equality (laughs) no Yeah. yeah but i mean like what how do we start the equality rolling yeah in a real way in a real way Well, I, I, you know, I'm hopeful that this is like could be a reset for our economy, but you know, that's not going to happen. You know, like all these um, economists are now saying that like these women that are out of the workforce now, it's going to be even harder for them to get back. Totally. And when they do get back, the they're still going to be making unless, you know, Papa Biden does some major overhauls with um you know, minimum wage and stuff is that these people that go back to work finally, if they can get back into the workforce, working retail or hospitality or, you know, at a restaurant job, all that sort of stuff, they're still going to be making minimum wage. They're right. still going to be making poverty level income. Well, that was so another, it's just a never ending cycle. Right. That was another like semi solution uh, that, you know, because again, it is hard to control like nepotism. Right. Mm-hmm. But one thing we can do something about is paying like teachers, for example, Oh so my God. many Don't people in childcare, yeah, but so many people in childcare and in teaching are mm-hmm. uh, people of color. That's a great place to start because our teachers deserve more money. Period. Right. They have for a very long time. So mm-hmm. let's just pay them a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, like let's make mm-hmm. give them a real living wage. That would already help a lot. Things like that mm-hmm. in the restaurant industries and things like we gotta figure out what that situation is there. Right now, we're in a really bad weird place where it's like I know some restaurants that tried to do the no tipping thing where then they just like paid a little bit more it's it just wasn't they were making less money all the waiters that I knew made less money because they still they still weren't paying them enough 
to cover, you know, whatever. So the tipping usually on average worked out better, but that's not a good system. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's not the right mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. So um, it's funny with the Biden, you mentioning the thing about him coming in. He has that 10 point yeah. plan. Or yeah. And uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm like really hopeful that he comes in, he swoops in, he makes these changes quickly and they start to make pretty significant have pretty significant Mm. effects on us pretty quickly because I think that what he will demonstrate very clearly is that Trump really wasn't doing anything Mm. Trump was like passing stuff for like big corporations and for rich people and that's why rich people like him I get that I mean I don't think it's okay but I understand that Right, uh, but the people but he who wasn't actually stormed the Capitol. Yeah, he's not helping who are those feeling, people. Yeah, no, not at all. He's not helping. He didn't. He just didn't do very much. Period. He didn't pass I mean, right a lot. Of- now he's certainly. I mean, for the last month, he has not done a goddamn thing. No, he doesn't care. He doesn't. So care I, I am hopeful. Like people are saying, like no, the historians apparently can't even think of a comparable situation that Biden's coming into. That there's never been a president that's had to enter office with such like the wind the shambles that it's in right now oh man um so they were like we don't know what it's like a cross between like abraham lincoln during the civil war and um <laughs> it was like who was the other mccarthy or... fdr or somebody like oh, during yeah. the depression or whatever whoever it was during the depression um so but sometimes you know when things are so bad like your like your apartment's really messy and then you just like clean off like one square inch and it looks so much better already cuz you're like god it was so bad before that even a little bit of work makes it look so much better yeah um i feel like i'm hopeful that at least to get started i think he's smart to be going in on it real hard like that also oh, he yeah. has to because executive terrible. orders yeah, yeah everything everything's awful i'm also very hopeful for <clears throat> His, his the people he's hired to execute the vaccinations. Yeah, I, I mean we need people to get our, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, New York has run out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a gunfights pretty soon here in Tennessee for vaccines, so that'll be oh, fun God. too. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's great, you guys. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Anyway, I mean jobs. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, that's part <laughs> of the thing. Is that- that people that are um, like Trump supporters that are in uh, all about Trump supporters. Uh, what am I saying? Oh, uh, these Trump supporters that are all about like the economy and that's why they support him. Then you should be th- that this. That's why this vaccination shit matters, because all these jobs are lost and it's bad for the economy. Is it good for your, you know, your particular company? Like if you own Amazon, apparently, yeah, it's been great for mm. you at Amazon. But um, overall, it's not good. It's not good for the economy if people don't have jobs. Mm. I think we got to dig a little further here, Katie. Yeah. Tell me. I think. Okay, hear me out, because this is the thing that I keep hearing from all of my friends with children. Um, And I'm just generalizing, so if a man is listening, my apologies. But all of my friends who are mothers right now have had to step it up. Right. Like, they've never, like, they they did not sign up for this. Yes. They didn't sign up for this. Right. Right. They, they are working, their husband's working, the children are at home doing virtual learning, and the mother, at least like all of my girlfriends, are the ones taking the brunt because the husband's job pays more. 
and there's a priority to his job. And again, this is just my circumstance with my friends. So I'm just generalizing mm-hmm. here. But I think that this is a reflection, of course, on our economy and our job market and all that sort of stuff is that still, as we all know, men get paid more. So when you have this patriarchy happening within your household, <laughs> right, where the man's job is valued more than the woman's, then the woman is then stuck with doing juggling so much. My mother told me, I could not fucking believe this. My mother told me her friend's daughter or something. What was it? Hold on. My mom's friend. My mom's friend's daughter's friend. That's what it is. <laughs> was saying that um, her husband works all day from home. The wife is taking care of a newborn. And the husband can't handle the screaming, so he goes hunting on the weekends. Just an isolated I, incident. I. <laughs> My mom I, told me, and she I and she said the husband goes every weekend. So during the week, this woman is working her job from home, taking care of a, a baby, while the husband is in the next room working, and then has weekends off to go fucking hunt and kill animals. Um, so yep. ladies, <laughs> we need to have our own storming of the Capitol and <laughs> rise up against that nonsense. Isn't that insane? Because that is insane. Yeah. My mom, I mean, all, all of her friends are at an older age, so they're grandmothers and stuff, and they keep hearing stories from their kids of like the men doing similar things. Again, yeah. I'm just generalizing within my network and social sure, circle. Sure. But no, the and stories I, know, I keep and hearing. I know, and I know there's, we have, there, more than ever, we have some really amazing dads that are really yes. My friend Chris Williams, kids. he listens every week. He's a he's a dad and he's incredible and he, he does so much for his Works son. Works really hard. And he yeah. co-parents wonderfully with his yeah. wife. So it's not or all men. I don't know. Sure. But yeah, so it's definitely yeah, not all so men. So it's not, but definitely, all, not hashtag not all men. <laughs> but I mean, can you imagine how I was just thinking about this with I am not in a relationship right now. So I don't I just think about like, whoa, relationships. But I was thinking about how, you know, it must be so hard for people in the pandemic right now with the relationship situations, because mm-hmm. you are even if you don't have kids, even if you're not married, you're just, just like living together, because all of a sudden it's like everything you don't like about that person or you, you learn so much about somebody mm-hmm. by having to be with them like 24-7 in whatever capacity um, mm-hmm. or even trying to navigate who who's working where and whose job is more. I read this um, Q&A thing it was like someone asking for advice and this woman was working from home and she had a boyfriend that she was living with. And uh, she's like, I work from home and I need to, my time to work. I We have separate mm-hmm. spaces to work, but I need to work. And he got the office. So I'm working like in the living room and he he comes and buggers me all the time, all day. And he, I tell him I'm working. I can't like play video games with you right now. <laughs> play with your wiener. Get yeah, out of here. <laughs> yeah. And it was like she just got to a point where she's feeling like he just doesn't take my work seriously. He doesn't consider mm. what I'm doing important. And I don't like what do I do to talk to him? Because then he starts accusing me of like ignoring him. She's like, I'm I'm at work. Like if I was in an office right now, I wouldn't be playing video games with you. I'd be at work. So I think that there's just generally still this feeling even with people that men are that are starting to get more like aware of you know feminism and women's rights stuff you're starting to see still I think this like 
discrepancy of like women's work just isn't quite as important mm. or I told you that story have I told the story on the pod before where I was dating someone and we were both comedians mm. and we were getting serious and we were talking about like well what if we had kids and how would we navigate kids because we were both touring a lot and he's a good guy he's a good you know feminist ally all that stuff um and we're having this conversation about like well who would go on tour and who wouldn't and he was like, well, whoever makes some more money, they'll be the one that go on, goes on tour and the other person would stay home and take care of the kids. And so I'm like, oh, God, but I swear, I'm pretty sure like the other person's going to get really like, you know, angry at the other at the at the person on tour all the time. And it's going to be what is the word like resentful. They're going to get really resentful of that um, of the other person. So like that doesn't really seem like a healthy way of managing it. And he's like, nope, nope, that's what it is. It would have to be the person making more money. It has to be the person making more money. And we're going back and forth. And then all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, wait a minute. Are you assuming that you would be the one making more money on tour? And he stopped and he was like, well, yeah, I guess, yeah. I was like, okay, but what if you weren't? What if we all of a sudden started making, like we meaning you and me, Marie, started making more money on tour and then you were the one, based on your own rules, <laughs> were the one had to stay home with the baby all the time. <laughs> Would you get resentful? And it was like he had never thought of that. God. He just assumed yeah. that he would yeah. be making more money. And especially in entertainment, there's no reason I mean, why well, he would be making more than us. I mean, a white Jewish man makes more money than a comedy country duo. <laughs> I mean, sure. But, you know, times are a changing. That's for they sure. They certainly are. And you Get ready. And as soon as this world opens up again. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also, and you know, the, in entertainment, and, and like with lots of jobs, things are very unpredictable. So, like, if mm -hmm. we got that one thing, we could have yep. blown up and then been whatever. So, but the, the point being that even this guy that is super pro ladies and stuff like that, it's so ingrained in people's minds that like, oh, no, the man is going to make more money than the woman. And I was like, but then so, I mean, any guys out there that are making more money than their wives and then their wives are running around trying to trace the kids and do their work. Stop for one second and be like, what if I had to do that? Mm. <laughs> and then get your off your ass and help your wife. I love it. Preaching. Let's preach. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm very glad I'm. It's just me and Olive right now. Yeah. But I mean, I, I can, I just, it hit me really hard the other day, like how hard it must be to be in a relationship oh, where things, so if anything kind of goes a little, if it's going great, oh my God, that sounds lovely. But um, <laughs> if you start to learn things about your partner, because think about how like in, in the pre times, pre pandemic times, <laughs> when you have, especially if you're like a busy working woman, mm -hmm. you only see, part of the problem is you don't even see your partner enough because you're both at work all the time. Mm-hmm. Now imagine just flipping that scenario where now you see them 24-7. That must the strain on some of those relationships. I have I can feel people's head nodding as they listen to this pod right now. I can feel I think you it'd be nodding. fun if, if we had a couple on and we <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to have a divorce happen before our eyes. Oh, it'd be so fun. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Kidding, oh, God. I'm kidding. But if you do have any, you know, you need some romantic advice from people, two people ask who us. clearly should not <laughs> be giving. <laughs> Let me give you some advice. Just hide in a hole. Don't move don't, don't to say the suburbs. Don't That's talk it. to anybody. Buy a bunker. Uh, don't, don't touch know. people. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't look at anybody. Don't touch anybody. That's our and relationship. You'll be advice. happy forever. Just like, yeah. Just, just you know. It's, yeah. Oh, God. It's great. I don't yeah. know. That's a whole I mean, side thing, but. Yeah. It's just a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about, I think, going into, you know, this year and then once the pandemic ends, 
you know, fingers crossed it does. Uh, just what it's going to look like for the for women in the workforce. And also, like, what are our demands? I think that that's another thing we have Ooh, to just start I thinking. Like that. When, yeah, and now that we see kind of what's not working, right, um, what are the solutions so that we can say, hey, okay, so clearly we need to pay um, – teachers more and make sure that teachers and uh restaurant workers have health benefits Mm -hmm. because if if, when this shit happens what are we going to do you know right because it really isn't enough to just keep sending bailout money all you know what i mean like that's not sustainable way unless we decide we're gonna do like the uh uh what is it called the yearly what is it do you pay world world money oh, the universal universal income, income yeah. world money i, is what I, I can live off of such little <laughs> money i just want that yeah but i mean i don't know how that works like does that mean that you just pay a lot of taxes and then they take some of that tax money and send it to you good question because i don't know how that where that money comes from mm-hmm. um but i do think that like especially as we have more robots we're gonna have to think about ideas like that because <laughs> <laughs> the robots are gonna take all of our jobs. robots will take i mean they'll take Take, they could take over teaching jobs. They could take over service industry jobs, hospitality. They could all be that doctors. Sort of oh, I watched. What? I saw this whole thing. I am not going to a robot gyno. <laughs> that is for I'm, sure. It's a, it's actually a better doctor because they're more precise about stuff. There's a, robot surgeons that do like they're better surgeons than regular doctors because they know they can like sense. I don't know how robots work, <laughs> but they like oh, do God. robot stuff, and then they can cut you open and do stuff. Well, there is a projection that, that we're going to be marrying robots in 50 years. So I don't want to marry if a I can marry Although, a, a surgeon. <laughs> I was just, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Your mom's, all her dreams will come true. All her dreams are come true. Oh She's with God. a surgeon. I don't want to okay. marry a robot. No, I, I don't either. But I do feel like my phone is like my my love life at this point. Anyway, it's fine. Everything's great. Yeah. Jobs. Um, everyone good luck good everyone, to get a job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean that's the other thing is it's just not <clears throat> i don't know until this pandemic kind of gets under control hopefully in, starting in the next four days or five days or whatever three days how many days is it oh really? my gosh yes i think also guys just going into this week just let's all like like your message last week just really you know spend time with yourself love yourself get in there because I do think it's going to be a nutty week. Yeah. No. Yeah. This will be interesting. Um, and and really put yourself. So, you know, I don't know. After you spend some time taking care of yourself, then start thinking about uh, putting yourself in other people's shoes. That's the mm. sec- step two of Katie's. <laughs> of Katie's. Katie's homework. Steps to success. <laughs> <laughs> Self-care. Put, sh- put sh- Shoes. Shoe putting. Shoes. <laughs> other, other shoe putting. <laughs> I don't know. Hug a woman today, consensually. Don't hug please. her. It's a pandemic. Just oh, wave God at her. Damn it. Wave I forgot. At her. <laughs> wave at her from a distance and don't shout mean things and gross things. Oh, Just man. say, thank you for your service. I don't know what you say. Don't, you know, don't, don't talk to him. If you really want to help a woman out day, don't talk to him. Just don't leave him alone. Him. Leave him alone. That's what you should do. <laughs> That's one thing moving down here is I haven't been catcalled in so long. Because you're not outside of her. No. Nope, just living in my bunker. Um, anyway, so once this pandemic's over, bring on let, the cat calls. No, bring, I don't want bring it on. I don't want them. <laughs> no, I'll be. Yeah. Anyway, it's great. All right. Well, guys, hey, if you love us, 
why don't you go ahead, rate and review us? We haven't asked that in a while. Our vibe. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Rate, review us. Tell a friend about our podcast. Get the word out. And also follow us on Patreon. What's Patreon, Katie? Tell the fans. It's so hard to explain. Patreon (laughs) (laughs) Patreon is a place where you can come and support your favorite difficult women and reformed whores. Uh, by becoming a patron, you can donate a variety of amounts per month. If you don't have much you want to donate, you can just do a little bit. If you have more, we would love to have more. Uh, we then in in um in return, we uh give you special offers and inside looks into behind the scenes stuff and uh, have special live streams just for our patrons, etc. Um, it's very fun and it's very helpful in supporting us through these, especially these crazy times, but just as artists generally. Yeah, it's basically our fan club. That's all. Yeah. Really. Oh, my God. I, I've said this before, but I used to be a member of the Nato and No fan club and it was a thrill. <laughs> a thrill, you guys. <laughs> You get a patch if you if you don't if you uh, patron patronize enough, patronize us <laughs> enough. Form towards patches, which I think are neat. They're very cool. I don't know where mine is. I want to sew it onto my jean jacket. Yeah, I'll huh. send you another one. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks guys for listening. We love you. Send us emails at difficult women pod cast. Yeah. Difficult women podcast oh, at gmail.com. I hate everything right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Difficult women podcast at gmail.com. Great. Talk to y'all next week. Let's uh, everybody hold on to your butts this week. It'll be great. Send some good vibes out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>